Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Praise God. Are you ready for the Word of God? Hallelujah. You know, the Holy Spirit has just downloaded some amazing things inside of me for this month. Because Iris and I, we, uh, we always look at uh, the month of December as December is the miracle month. In our life, the, December has always been a miracle month. And today, I want to prophesy this over Epicenter Church today. I prophesy December being a miracle month for you. Hallelujah. December is your miracle month. I don't know what you're going through, but the Lord just told me to tell somebody today. He's about to turn it around. Whatever you're going through right now, the Lord wants you to know He's about to turn it around. There's about to be testimony after testimony after testimony that is going to come out of this month of December. I, I'm going to be the one to jump in line. God, it's going to be me. You, you, you may not want to receive it today, but today I'm going to receive the miracle working power of God to operate in my life. And today I believe it's going to be released on you today. Hallelujah. Miracle. You're going to, you're going to be declaring, just like Iris and I, December is my miracle month. Hallelujah. December is my miracle month. And that's what I want to uh, uh, entitle my message today. December, the miracle month. Hallelujah. If I was to give this kind of a series, I would, ins- I would make the series Christmas Miracle. Okay? So that's what we're going to be talking about this month is Christmas Miracle. Because God going to bring some people some Christmas Miracles. Hallelujah. He's going to bring some people some healing. Hallelujah. Salvation. The greatest gift of all, salvation. He's going to release finances for people. The debt that you're carrying is going to get lifted. Maybe everybody's bills are paid. I don't know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God gonna cancel your debt. I believe that there's nothing impossible with God. You know, when you sow a seed, God will bless you with that. Hallelujah! I, I learned it from a great man of God, one of my biggest mentors, Pastor Steve Hayes. Whenever he said to me, we were in uh, uh, over here at the Hideaway Pizza, and and I was with. Pastor Ron Bruner and with Bishop Bill Terrell. And he, he got this wisdom uh, that he said, I just got to tell you guys something. This was years ago. He said, I got to tell you guys something. I said, what's that? He said, you know, we got it all wrong as Christians. 
we always just declare, Lord, bless me 30, 60, and 100 fold. But the Bible says this in Deuteronomy chapter number 1 and verse number 11. I, now, th I'm not getting into my notes yet, so just bear with me. This is, this is what the Holy Spirit told me to tell somebody today. In Deuteronomy 1.11 says, I will return back to you a thousandfold return. Come on, are you with me today? And, and, and when, when he, he spoke that over my life, you know what? I stopped the 30, 60, and 100 fold. I said, God, I'm not going to put a limit on you. Whenever I sow a seed, I'm just going to declare, God, thank you for the thousand fold return. Thank you, God, that you're going to release that in my life. Somebody today, God's about to release a thousand fold return to you. Hallelujah. He's about to release that thousand fold. Return. Why? Because it's December. And in December, there's miracles. Hallelujah. There's miracles. There's nothing too big. There's nothing too small for God. He cares about every single detail of your life. Every detail. See, when things don't go the way you think they should, trust God. You just got to trust Him. You got, what do I always say? Trust the what? Thank you, Ebony. <laughs> Hallelujah. Trust the process. We just got to trust God in the process. You may not understand what you're going through right now, but you got to trust His process. If He's helped you in the past, He's going to help you in the future. Hallelujah. He's going to help you today. Hallelujah. He's going to turn things around for somebody today. There's a Christmas miracle coming to somebody today. You just got to reach out and grab it. We got to reach out and grab it. See, some things are worth the wait. Don't settle for anything less than what God has for you. Hallelujah. He's about to do some big things for you. Hallelujah. December, the miracle month. Iris and I have seen so many miracles happen. To us in the month of December. I can count multitudes of miracles that has happened just in our own life. You know, the, one of my sayings that I always say is when you're down to nothing, God's up to something. Man, there's been times when December hit and man, we down to nothing. Nothing, nothing. We were down to nothing. But God was up to something because he was about to turn everything that we were going through around. We didn't understand it, but the Lord said, just trust the process. Trust the process. Now, today we're going to look at a story. This is an amazing story. And I'm convinced that Mary would have been content just to be a simple Jewish wife in a very typical Jewish town. But God had incredible plans for Mary. How many know that God has incredible plans for each one of us? 
And what amazes me the most is as I look at the story is I don't know whether it's the virgin birth, which is amazing in itself, or the fact that God would choose this Mary to be the mother of Christ's child. As Paul tells us in Galatians, it was in the fullness of time, when the fullness of time had come, in God's plan, after hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, you see at the very fall of man, there was the prophecies, come on, everybody say prophecies, that had made right in the very beginning in Genesis. You don't have to go three chapters to find that there was a prophecy made that, the, that would be a Christ child that would come and, bru- and bruise the head of the serpent. After, and after hundreds and hundreds of years, the fullness of time, when it finally came, God brought forth Jesus Christ. In Luke chapter 1 and verse number 31, this is what our text is going to be on today. An amazing announcement. There's an amazing announcement in Luke chapter 1 and verse 31. And the angel said to Mary, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. Come on, everybody say the name Jesus. Jesus is the name that is above all names. Hmm. Uh, This amazing amazement announcement, the very nature of it, in order to appreciate the Christian story, Christmas story, we have to keep it very simple. It's all about Jesus. The miracle of His birth. I mean, we can see the whole miracle that took place in his birth. See, theologies, theologians for the last 20 centuries have tried to explain not only the virgin birth, they've tried to explain miracles that are in the Bible. They've tried to explain it all. I mean, they've tried to give their perspective of every miracle that we read in the Word of God. Tried. But miracles and possibilities, amazing events for a long time, especially theologians, have tried to reduce. They tried to water it down. Come on. They tried to water down every miracle in the Word. Let me, give you, let me just give you an example. I, 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 was, I was doing a study, and, and I, I, I was studying about David and Goliath. And, and there was a theologian... Actually, uh, let me just read what I, what I wrote down because I, I want you to get a hold of this because this is how theologians can water down the truth of God. How many know that God's Word will not be watered down? Because it is truth. And the truth will what? Set you free. And you will be free indeed. Now, 
David and Goliath, let, let me explain to you what people try to do with such a beautiful story sometimes. This is what this guy did. David may have been able to kill Goliath, but the giant suffered a rare growth disorder. Come on, this is what this, this guy says. This is what doctors suggest in a letter to New England Journal of Medicine. A husband and wife team from Vanderbilt University of Nashville theorized the Goliath may have suffered a rare disorder that caused tumors to grow in doctrine gland and help regulate the body's growth and functions. Now they said assist, come on this is what they say. Assist on the giant's forehead may have made him vulnerable to David's slingshot. Such assist would have been would be a softer spot and allow the pebble to penetrate into his brain, killing him instantly. That was given to the U.S. Press International. Now, folks. I have no idea what kind of rare disorder this man had. <laughs> he may had a soft forehead. But when David came, he didn't come for the softness of his forehead. He came in the name of the Lord of hosts. And when he came in the, Lord, in the name of the Lord of hosts... There was some power that came upon David that hour. And when that hour hit and he pulled that sling back. Come on, are you with me today? There's miracles in the Word of God. And the world wants to water down the miracles. But the Lord wants the truth to come out. When, when David came, he said, I come at you, Goliath. Not in the name of David, but in the name of my God. You ready for battle? I'm here. Can you see this little teenage boy coming up to him with that sling? And he's preparing to let it rip. Come on, somebody today. The devil's been coming your direction. And I'm telling you today, the, the, the world wants to try to water everything down. But we have an enemy that wants to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy this world. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy this nation. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy your family. But today, we need to come in the power of the Lord. We need to come with sling in hand. With a pebble in hand. And we need to get ready. Because the Goliath that's in your way... Is about to trample down. It's about to fall down. You're about to cut the head of the giant off. Today in the name of... Je Am I speaking to somebody today? God is about to release a miracle in your life today. Just like He did for David. He's about to do it for you. He's about to do it for you. This is your month. Come on, somebody needs to declare it. This is my month. Hallelujah. This is the month of miracles. This is the month of new doors that are about to be opened. This is the month of, 
of finances that are about to be downloaded in your bank account. Hallelujah. Undeserved finances. Hallelujah. Where you just go, hey, God, thank you. Thank you for taking care of my house payment. Thank you for taking care of my mortgage. Thank you for taking care of my car payment. God, thank you. Thank you for taking care of that tab whenever I went, to, went, went out to eat, God. I thank you today. Come on, we need to start thanking God in advance. What are you, what are you looking for God to do in your life? Start praising Him for what He's about to do. Because God is about to release a miracle in your life. There, there, was, a, there was a year when Iris and I first got married and we just had Alicia. Alicia wasn't even six months old at the time. It's a couple days ago. Hallelujah. A few days ago. I had just lost my job. This is in the month of December. I had just lost my job. No income coming in. I wasn't making much anyways at the time. But still, it was income that was coming in. And it got cut off. And I was like, God, what are you going to do? God, I'm going to need your help. We just cried out to the Lord. And it was the week of Christmas. When all this happened. Come on. What did I say earlier? When you're down to nothing, God is up to something. I'll never forget, we decided we were going to do some things for our friends and family for Christmas. I said, Iris, we need to do something for everybody. And she's like, we don't have nothing. I said, what do we have? What's my saying here at the church? Use what you have till you get what you need. I said, honey, Pookie, what do we have in the freezer? She said, you know what? I got enough to do Christmas cookies. And that was all we had. We had no meat. We didn't even have a, a pizza in the freezer. We didn't have nothing. I mean, that was all we had. When she opened up that freezer, that's all we had in there. Oh, wait, we had a little bit of ice. When we opened up our refrigerator... We didn't have anything. Opened up our cabinets. We didn't have anything. I didn't know how we were going to survive. But when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. And I said, Pookie, let's start making cookies. We made cookies and we had these paper plates and we went around on Christmas Eve and we gave them out. I don't remember how many plates we had, but we had just enough. We went around and that evening we gave out all of those plates. How many know we need to trust the process? Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Even if you give your last, God sees it. We come back to our duplex and we pull in the driveway and it's dark out. I see this guy walking up and down the sidewalk. He's got bags of groceries. He's got two bags of groceries in one hand, two bags of groceries in the other. He's walking up and down the sidewalk. Well, I'm getting, helping Iris get Alicia out of the car seat. And Iris goes, won't you go see what this guy needs and see if you can help him? And I said, okay. I went over to him and I said, sir, is there anything, any way I can help you? And he goes, yeah, I'm looking for Jamie Crawford. And, and I said, well, I'm Jamie Crawford. And he goes, well... The Lord put it upon not just me, but my whole church 
Come on. He didn't just put it on me, but he put it on my whole church. And told me that we were supposed to bless somebody. And we're supposed to bless you today. And these groceries right here are yours. He said, here, I'll be right back. I went in and I put those groceries on the counter. And Iris is already in the house and she's putting those groceries up. And, and I walk, and he said, you need to come back out here and help me. I said, okay. And so he opens up his trunk on his car. And all of these, his whole trunk was full. And, and Come on, are you with me today? And, and in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm just going to get a couple more bags and that's it. I, I said, here, let me grab a couple. And, and he handed them to me. And, he, and, I, and I looked back and I was, I was like, uh, uh, gave those to Iris. I came back and he goes, no, all of this is yours. I mean... I, there was there was freezer bags. There was uh, uh, you name it. It was in there. Everything and everything we like too. Man, that's hard for us. We picky people. I don't like cheese. My pookie does, but I don't like cheese. And, and I mean, uh, they gave every detail thing that we need. His name is Preacher Joe. He's gone to be with the Lord now, but. Preacher Joe Entz and his church blessed us. I'm telling you, when we put up those groceries, we only had a few, a few uh, cabinets. Iris ended up having to put all the groceries and canned goods on the floor because we had an overflow abundance. Our freezer was full. Our refrigerator was full. Our cabinets were full. Our floor was full. They even gave me popcorn. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen, Tiff. Hallelujah. I mean, they gave us everything that we needed. And then I remember Preacher Joe. That's what everybody called him in town, Preacher Joe. Preacher Joe looked me in the eyes and said, What can I pray for you about? What do you need God to do? I looked at him. I said, I need a job. I need a job. He said, Let's pray. Grabbed a hold of my hands right there, started praying. He prayed the glory of God upon us. Can I tell you something? Miracle December is about to come to somebody. Miracle December is about to come to somebody. <laughs> he prayed over us that we would get the job that we need. And he gets to the door and he stops. After he done, was done praying, he gets to the door and he stops. And he turns around and he goes, My son has a business. And I'm going to have him call you. And maybe you can have a job with him. I'm like, yes, Lord. Preacher Joe leaves the house. Probably about 10 minutes later, David, his son calls me up and says, hey, I'm an electrician. I'm a contract electrician. I need some hands. Would you mind working for me? He goes, I'm sorry, but I can only pay you $10 an hour. This is back in 1998. <laughs> 
I was only making $7.50. I mean, I started dancing. Hallelujah. You can only pay me $10 an hour. Come on, are you with me? As soon as I got out, he said, can you start the day after Christmas? I said, yes, sir, I can. He said, I'll come pick you up at 7 o'clock in the morning. The day after, I'll be ready. I hung up the phone. I looked at Iris. I said, Pookie, we're going to be rich, honey. We're going to be rich. We were making seven fifty an hour. Now we're going to make $10 an hour. And we're guaranteed the hours. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. When you're down to nothing, God is up to something. And God wants to turn your situation around. All it takes is one little seed that you sow. Come on, remember what you've sowed. Remember what you sowed. All we had was cookies. I wanted them for me. But we ended up giving them out to all our friends and family. And in return, thousandfold return. Probably ten thousandfold return. Because that gift, that job that I was given went on and on and on. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. We may not understand your situation right now. At that moment and at that time, I didn't understand any of it. I didn't understand why I lost my job. I didn't understand why I had to go through what I went through. I didn't understand why my cabinets were all empty. Barely had enough for rent. I I didn't understand it all. But God did. See, when we're down to nothing, God's up to something. Uh, God just wants somebody today know, to know He's up to something in your life. He's up to something in your family. Hallelujah. He wants to turn it all around. There is a miracle in the making for you today. Can I prophesy this over you again? I prophesy a miracle in December over you today. Come on. I, I don't know what you're in need of, but I prophesy a miracle. Over you today. When you're down to nothing, God is up to something. There's a miracle in the making. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I feel it today. I feel it today. God's about to give somebody a new job. God's about to open up a new door for somebody today. Hallelujah. How long did you go without a job, Andrea? Almost a year. But God met every single need that she had. She prayed and prayed and prayed. And now you're getting benefits that you didn't even expect. Hallelujah. Can I tell somebody today, you're about to get some benefits you didn't even expect. Benefits benefits of healing. Benefits of deliverance. They're coming to your life today. Because today is your day. This is your month. For somebody today, this is your turnaround month. This is your turnaround month. Hallelujah, it's your turnaround month. God is about to turn it all around. When you're down to nothing, He is up to something. Hallelujah. Why God had come into the world 
and was placed in a manger in Bethlehem. We all grew up with this scripture right here in John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus came to recapture our lost destiny. He wants to turn it all around. And when he's done with this month of miracles, you're going to say, it's all about Jesus. It could only be Jesus. It could only be Jesus that could turn something like... It's only Jesus that can turn my mess into a message. Come on. I, I, I didn't know... 26 years ago, I'd be up here testifying about what God did for us and how God turned everything around. Hallelujah. How God turned it all around for us. If God can do it for us, He's going to do it for you. See, sometimes you got to reflect back of the goodness of God in your life. you got to reflect, even in the dark season of your life, you got to reflect back on all the light. That God has released in your life. See, Jesus came to recapture our lost destiny. So no long, so we no longer are off track, but we're on track with God. See, man was created to have dominion over all things. That's a fact. You and I were created. To have dominion over all things. Through sin. Instead of dominion. We suffer defeat. See Adam and Eve were driven out of the garden. They lost their privilege. And the position that God had given them in the beginning. So through sin. Instead of having dominion. We had defeat. Into This defeat enters Jesus and his purpose for coming. He come so we may have life. Come on. Come on, somebody today, you need new life breathed into you today. Somebody needs to have the reset button hit in your life. Hallelujah. God wants to bring a reset in your life today. See, when everything's all clogged up and everything's buffering... Come on, most of you have internet, and at home when you have internet and and you're watching a movie and then all of a sudden on Netflix or something, you're watching something and all of a sudden there's that little buffering. Anybody ever encounter a buffering? You know what you have to do sometimes? You have to go reset your Wi-Fi. And when you reset your Wi-Fi, your buffering goes away. And the Lord wants somebody to know that you may be in a buffering season. Wow. 
Somebody today may be in a buffering season. And that little spin wheel is going around and around and around. And you're asking the Lord, God, when is this buffering ever going to stop? And the Lord's saying today, all you got to do is cast it upon me. And when you cast it upon me, I'm going to go in and I'm going to hit the reset button, says the Lord. And when he hits the reset button, guess what? You're going to have some high speed internet. It's going to go faster than the internet you got right now. The Lord says, I'm about to bring things to to fruition faster than what you even expected. The things that have been prophesied over your life are about to come to pass. Woo! I'm just speaking that to somebody today. I'm speaking it over us today. Isaac, I'm speaking it over you today. Things may be buffering, but the Lord is about to hit the reset button in your life. Ooh, somebody needs a reset today. Ooh, somebody needs a reset today. Hallelujah. Somebody needs a reset today. Jesus came into this world so that he could experience our trials. So that he would know what we're about to go through. What we are going through. He came to identify with us. He came to relate with us. He came to know what suffering was all about. He came as a man so that he could undergo the sufferings, the trials, the temptations that you and I all undergo. Jesus came to release us from our bondages. Aren't you grateful for Jesus today? Hallelujah. He also came into the world to restore us from defeat. We were lost. We were battered. We were bruised. He came to restore our defeat. I I just want to give you three points today. You ready for your points? I'm going to close on these three points today. There's a lot I could talk about today, but I'm going, to keep, I'm going to keep this message flowing. Is that all right? Because this is the month of miracles. We're going to see miracles happen. Anita, you're going to see months of miracles. This is your month. Come on. I declare that over you today. This is your month. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number one, Jesus, only Jesus can save us. Only Jesus can hit that reset button, speed things up, to get rid of the buffering. The church can't save you. Only Jesus. That's why our slogan is, it's all about Jesus. It is a place where we love God, we love people, but it's all about Jesus. Jesus is the only one that can save you. Hallelujah. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that he came into my heart, McDonald's drive through in Enid, Oklahoma, on September 17, 1988. He changed my life. He reset my life that night. Only Jesus, number one, only Jesus can save us. Number two, you're going to like this one. Only Jesus understands. 
Can I say this again? Only Jesus understands you. Only Jesus understands me. Hallelujah. He understands. He walks alongside of us. He identifies with everything that you and I go through. He knows us and he understands us. He even understands my quirkiness. Man, that was a good time for you guys to say amen. <laughs> he understands us. Hallelujah. He understands. Only Jesus can save us. Jesus understands us. And number three, with all of those, victory can be yours. Victory can be yours today. How many are ready for some victory? How many are ready for a miracle to happen in your life? This is your month for miracles. Come on, when you walk out of this place today, you're going to walk in miracles. Come on. Come on, there's going to be an overflow. You're going to go out to eat, and somebody's going to pay your bill. Hallelujah. Now, don't be foolish and go there without any money. Because it might be not today, it might be tomorrow. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. This, could be, this is going to be your month. I, I'm going to prophesy over Epicenter Church. This is our month. Hallelujah. We're about to step into a new year. And before that year hits, we're going to have the biggest blessing hit this church that we've ever seen before. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. I, I'm just going to speak it. Revival is coming to this church. There's revival in the land. There's healing in the land. There's salvation in the land. Hallelujah. I'm just going to prophesy. This is our month. To God be the glory. Because I believe that this is a portal place. Where the Lord is going to use this place like a portal. Where he will download the things that not only we need. But you need. That each one of us need. Come on, are you with me today? It's going to be, a it's going to be like that hospital. Where people won't go to the emergency room, but they'll come to the epicenter church. They'll bypass the emergency room and say, hey, I need to get to that place where there's healing. There's healing in this church. It's not us. It's all about Jesus. And he wants you to know that he's about to bring healing to your situation. Hallelujah. This is your month. This is this church's month. I'm going to declare it. This is our church's month. It's going to be the church that, this is going to be the month that the Lord is going to download the finances so we can get to our new building. Come on, he's seen your faithfulness. How, that's how big our God is. He already got a place all lined out for us. Hallelujah. And whenever it starts going up, everybody in this city going to help us build it. Can I, can I just speak that? I don't know. 
Everybody in this city is going to help us build it. We're going to have millionaires come in and say, hey, what do you need? Come on. You might be that millionaire. Hallelujah. You might be that millionaire that's going to say, Pastor, what you need? What do we need? Do we have that red iron yet, Pastor? Come on, are you with me today? I'm declaring it over you today. You're the head, not the tail. You're the top, not the bottom. You're the lender and not the borrower. Woo! Hallelujah. You're going over, never under. Come on, I got to say that again. You're going over, never under. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, I just need to say it again. You're going over, not under. Man, some uh, revelation hit me one time. I sent that out to somebody. I sent it out to my sister. And she said, sent this back to me. She said, you said, we're going over. But the Lord said, you're never going under. Come on. I, I just need to speak that over somebody. You're never going under. Hallelujah. You may feel close sometimes, but you're never going under. You're going over the circumstance. To God be the glory. See, only Jesus can save us. And Jesus understands us. Victory can be yours. Are you ready to receive the victory today? Would you stand with me this morning? Hmm. Hallelujah. As heads are bowed and eyes are closed, I just have to ask this question today. Even those that are listening online, I've got to ask this question today. If you do not have Jesus in your heart, today is the day of salvation. By making that choice today, God... I want you into my heart. I want you in my life. <laughs> when you do that, you're going to hit the reset button in your life. And you're going to stop buffering. So today, I'm asking Epicenter Church, family, if you do not have Jesus in your heart and you need him in your heart, would you just simply raise your hand today? Come on. Would you simply raise your hand today? Hallelujah. Maybe you haven't been living your life the way you should. It's time to get back. It's time to get back. It's time to get back in and serve Him. If that's you today, would you just signify that by raising your hand? God, that's me. God, that's me. God, that's me. Today, let's just pray this prayer today. Everybody, would you just repeat after me? Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Of all my sins. Wash me. With your blood. Jesus. Come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. And be my savior. In Jesus name. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected. By subscribing to our podcast. And becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com. For our evangelism ministries and epicenterchurchok.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.